0: Chargers here with you as Jared is away for the week. He will be back on Monday. Let's go straight to the Blue Fox Heating and Cooling Hammerhead Hotline and bring in Alan Karpik, the publisher of goldandblack.com, coming back from the press conference today that introduced Ryan Walters as the next football coach of the Boilermakers. Good afternoon, uh, Alan. Thanks for uh, taking a couple of minutes. What were your thoughts about uh, the introduction of Walters today?
1: Well, yeah, good afternoon as well, Kyle. You know, I, I was impressed. I, I, I don't know. You know, we've been through these before. You and I have. We've seen several over the years. Um, and, you, and you're right. You can win the press conference and not be any good after that. We'll find out where where he is on that front over time. But I thought he was quietly confident. He's kind of a uh, kind of a doesn't have a booming voice. He's kind of uh, measured in his in his commentary, but. Uh, but he's also willing to say something that was kind of funny, but also true that he was, he said, I think I'm the best defensive coordinator in the, in the, in the country. Uh, his numbers last year proved that. And that to me also, uh, was impressive is that he can be kind of a kind of a little bit reserved, a little bit quiet in tone, but be very confident about who he is, and that that was what came out to me more than anything. He just seems to be very comfortable in his own skin.
0: Yeah, you, you said it, that he could be quietly confident. He was certainly loudly confident uh, with <laughs> with that statement. But yes, he was. but, but yes, you yes, like yes. it a little bit too, especially if you can back it up with some actual numbers. It's one thing to just you know rattle off something out there, but look, Illinois' defense was really good last year and and he has been a guy who has now built a couple of of really good defenses um does defense work at purdue can can a can a defensive guy come in and and purdue win with defense or does it have to at the very least have some balance if not just straight out be really good offensively
1: well, I think he talked about the need for balance, and uh, you know, I would argue, I would argue that what doesn't work at Purdue is to line it up and try to run it down people's throats. Yeah. And Darrell Hazel thought that he could do that; it was a mistake, um, and that doesn't work. I thought he addressed that very much, Kyle, in terms of saying, "Hey, uh, we're going to throw, and we need to score points. We need to be fun to watch. We're the cradle of quarterbacks, but we're also the den of defensive ends." And I thought that that was. That was important. Can defense win at Purdue? Heck, yes, it can. Uh, Again, going way back to to the late 70s with the junk defense Mm -hmm. and Keena Turner, uh, Purdue's defense was very, very stout. Joe Tiller's program got to a high level in 2003. Why? Because that defense was really good. The last time Purdue went to the Citrus Bowl, uh, you remember it was Kyle Orton managing the offense pretty much that year. So uh yes, defense can be good, and you do have a limitations on skill guys. I think that you can get to Purdue in relative comparison, but and you have to choose those wisely. Wisely, but I think aggressiveness and tenacity is important. And yet, there's no question that the Purdue fan base, and I think Ryan, I think Ryan said it too, is that we want to score points. We know that college football is meant to be fun. People pay a lot of money to go watch it. They uh, watch it on television in big numbers. Uh, we better be
0: entertained. I think a lot of people would be shocked to go back and, and watch the the offense of the 2003 Boilermakers with Kyle Orton, very often under center, handing the ball off uh, frequently. It was a very ball-control offense with a really, really good defense. Uh, Alan, the one thing that, that we will all be watching for, and you will be uh, reporting on it, I'm sure, at goldandblack.com, probably already a list being developed on on some possibilities uh, where does he go, in your opinion, with offensive coordinator? Uh, maybe not names, but perhaps in, in personality and experience and, and all of that. That's a pretty big hire that uh, he will make here in the the coming hours, days, weeks, whatever it is, to find the guy.
1: Well, I think that, uh, and I'll credit, I think Brian from our staff, Brian Newbert said, you know, you, you don't throw uh, – money at folks in terms of just, see you oh know, I want to go hire the best Florida state's best uh, uh, or Alabama's best defensive coordinator because he's from Alabama. You want to find guys that can fit what you need to do that will also be part of your foundation. I think that's the big thing is you get guys that fit. And he talked about that today. Ryan Walters did in terms of, I want guys that are, that are no ego guys that are going to work like crazy and, uh, fit what we have to do. And they have budget to do that. We reported earlier this morning, you know, they got five and a half million dollars in the, in the, in the, uh, assistant coaches pool. Uh, that is a big deal. And yeah. that is more than Jeff put to the point of 35% more. And I think that that is very telling on what, uh, what strategic things he's going to have to do and the guys that he wants to get here. Yes, you can, you can, the point is you can pay enough to get him here and you might be able to pay enough for them to keep them here for a period of time. And, of course, all good coaches, just like what happened to Ryan Walters, Kyle, and that is you and what Brett Bielema is thinking right now. My job is to also put these guys in the best position to go on to something else. Bielema talked about in an article with Tom Deanhart today about we thought we were going to lose him last year. You want guys that want to be head coaches, but you also want guys that are really good at their craft, at their position, and if you can do that, I think you got a chance to be successful. So I expect – I don't necessarily expect to see uh, guys from Oklahoma, uh, Alabama, U- USC coming to Purdue to be an assistant coach. I expect just good quality guys that you believe in if you're Ryan Walters that can help you build a foundation because it's not easy here. We know that. We know that to figure that Purdue hasn't had back-to-back winning coaches since 1936, and that's actually before I was born. <laughs> and uh, I just think that uh, it's not easy here to do that. And his job, though he did a great job, in my opinion, today's press conference, he maybe won the press conference, if that's such a thing, but he knows it's, a, it's, a, it's an uphill battle, and it is going to be a challenge next year with that schedule. All those things uh, are going to be challenges for Ryan Walters. They'll uh, have plenty of work to do in the coming days, weeks, and months.
0: Talking to Alan Karpik, the publisher of goldandblack.com, dot com, on the Blue Fox Heating and Cooling hotline on the Hammer Down Show 1017 the Hammer 1017 the Hammer dot com. Couple of minutes left here. In this segment, Alan, uh, Mike Bobinski said that uh, of the guys that were in consideration, Ryan Walters had the highest ceiling of all those guys. Maybe that's something you say about the guy that you have hired. Uh, but is there a possibility that uh, Purdue uh, took a little bit of a leap here with a guy that's that's younger than most traditional uh, head coaches who uh, is a defensive guy instead of an offensive guy and, and found something Uh, that it can really build around here to improve its program from one that uh, can win eight or nine games to one that can win more than that?
1: Well, that that remains to be seen. But I like the fact, in Purdue historically, yes, we've talked about the need for offense, but they've also taken a little bit of a contrarian view in times when they've gotten guys. Now, they got lucky to get Joe Tiller in some ways because he wasn't their first choice back in 97, but he was definitely a contrarian view. And, uh, and it worked very, very well. You could argue to some extent that Jeff Braum was. He's was certainly innovative. Uh, I like, even though he's a defensive guy, he is a, he fits a niche that is different than anybody else, else in the Big Ten. He's 36 years old. He's the youngest coach, what, one of the four youngest coaches in the, in, the, in the country, but also the youngest in the league. And that's going to set him apart. It's going to make him different. when yeah. he gets in the, in the, in, in the transfer point in recruiting. You know, And I think that that uh, And I think he's who he is I don't think he's going to be a P.J. Fleck type Not that that's all bad He's going to be who he is on the sidelines But uh, I, I think that gives Purdue What it always needs When it's going to be successful And that's a little bit of a different mousetrap To bring to the table And maybe they've done that with Ryan Walter
0: Yeah, I love guys that are authentic And uh, he certainly seemed like that certainly today that way. Yep. Yep. Uh, Alan, appreciate the time as always Alright, sounds good Kyle
1: Thanks so much for having me on
0: that's uh, Alan Karpick of goldandblack.com joining us on the Blue Fox Heating and Cooling Hammerhead hotline on 101.7 The Hammer. Uh, a couple of minutes, maybe one minute here left to go on the show. I do want to uh, thank Mike Bobinski for taking some time after the press conference today. That was nice of him uh, to do, when he's got a lot of other demands uh, at him during that moment. So do appreciate Mike's time. Uh, it was a nice ceremony today. We will see. It was a, a, a win here on day one For Purdue, but more important victories and games will be up ahead for the Boilermakers, and we will see how those turn out. Uh, Good guest list, I did confirm with Adam Sparks. He will come on at some point. We'll get that uh, interview with him set up. He, of course, uh, played for Walters at Missouri and is the brother of former Boilermaker Jared Sparks. Uh, a couple other interviews that we will get to. Uh, Owen Carney, who plays for the Bengals. Tony Adams, who plays for the Jets. They are both former players of Walters at Illinois. We have those set up, and we'll play those over the next couple of days. Also get a little more insight into what type of coach Purdue is getting. Out of time, this is the Hammer Down Show, back at 3 o'clock.